Hey everybody, it's Margot. Guys, I'm such a fucking actress. And Lydia. Strong black woman over here. But you already know why we're here. Pop off, pop off, I want commando on public transportation, huh? Oh my god. I love a good lazy river because I'm lazy and I like water. Pop off, pop off, <laughs> Guys, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda hungover right now. The content you may not want, but deserve. I think I popped off about that. You popped off. Pop off, <laughs> Pop off sis. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back. Hello, Lydia. Hello, Margo. Welcome back. How are you? Let's let's just get into it. We got a lot to update. I know we got a lot to update. Um, I'm good. I my rose this week is that last weekend I was in Miami. And it was very fun. I went for a joint bachelor, bachelorette party. We went out, we went clubbing. We stayed up until like seven in the morning. And so my Thor, I have, yes, been sick all week. It's not the COVID. It's not the COVID, got tested. It was very fun, but I did suffer consequences because I am not 16 anymore, so. Now. You are not, but you're also not like 40 either. So give yourself a little credit. I'm sorry you're sick though. I, I know you can hear in my voice a little bit again, but honestly, we've talked about it before. I think my voice sounds kind of hot, so it's fine. Yes, oh, the hoarseness, it's something to aspire to actually. So, okay, well, I'm glad you're kind of on the mend. Um, hot tea, lemon, sleep as much as you can. Yes. Yeah. Well, my rose is kind of just, uh, <laughs> Um, life is returning back to normal, which is great, normal. But in that, um, Margo, it's been a crazy two weeks since we've seen each other because I am back in the office full time, yes. Monday through Friday, 40 hours a week, like a normal adult. <laughs> and it's been an adjustment. I'm tired. I don't know how people do this with kids or a husband. That's a lot. But it's just like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm embracing the fact that I have somewhat of a routine again. Cause I right. know what that's like. Um, but in that I've started working out again. I go to body pump twice a week and yoga oh. twice a week. So I'm finding that while I'm waking up earlier, I'm having more energy throughout the day and just like establishing a adult routine, I guess. So that's my rose is like just being responsible in that way. That's um, awesome, Lydia, but I'm sure it's also exhausting. It's exhausting. It's like weekends I feel like are even more sacred now. Um, so once I'm more like in the flow, I'll like, feel like I can do things other than be a hermit on the weekends. But right now I'm like, I just want to sleep in. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, okay. that's my rose and what's popping, um, bachelor tea, go ahead. Okay. Well, the first thing we're going to talk more about the bachelorette, but the first thing I have to say is that Caitlin Bristow and Tasha Adams are the best hosts of The Bachelorette. Don't miss Chris even a little bit. I'm sorry, the girl power moments that are happening between Katie, Taisha, and Caitlyn is pure reality TV gold. I'm here for it. And it's made my week. It's made my week. Yes, now you're right. Um, just gonna throw a little curveball and remember that it's been a crazy two weeks, Margo. I have not watched a lick of The Bachelorette yet. Not a minute not a second okay 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 i'm gonna give my opinions as a someone that hasn't listened even or watched even though that's probably not smart so go ahead 
Okay, well, that's really it about The okay. Bachelorette. But did you hear about the HBO Max mishap? With Mayor of Easttown's finale or something else? No, with an oh. intern. No, oh, tell me. This was literally the most wholesome internet moment of the week so this intern accidentally sent out to like a huge listserv of hbo max email recipients 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 (laughs) we should Um, have a word of each episode that like we mispronounce and it'd be this week edit them all together recipients uh-huh uh yeah that's embarrassing it's fine we power through we keep trucking this is live entertainment you just graduated like a month ago, okay? <laughs> You're still a college student, kind of. The knowledge is already like leaving my brain. Yeah, I know. Um, I, yes, so an intern accidentally sent out a test email. It wasn't even a big deal. It just said like integration test, but they HBO Max issued a statement on Twitter saying, we're sorry for any inconvenience. Yes, it was an intern and like, we're here for them. And then on Twitter, like this, outpouring of love came where all of these people talked about all of the fuck-ups they had done as interns and how fine they were and like at, in what great positions they were in now and it's honestly so wholesome go take a look because it's literally so heartfelt they're like we're here for you intern I did this fuck up when I was your age and look at me now like I run my own business or whatever and it's been so cute that's I love that you brought that up because literally the first thing I thought of is a huge fuck up I had during my internship in LA involving an email and I thought I was dying so it's just crazy <sighs> because I can relate to this person so much and I'm right. so that HBO is behind them because my boss was not behind me on it but no. come on, we, we grow thicker skin and we survive but I can 100% relate so I'm gonna go look up all the Twitter tweets because I need I need that Wow. And HBO is like, it's HBO. So I'm sure the intern was freaking out. Oh, yeah. But I'm glad exactly. it worked out and that she, she or he has support. Yes. The love is there. And it's just hilarious. It's also like the greatest pub free publicity for HBO yeah. Max. Like it worked out so well in their favor. So publicity is not? No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, Using your interest now when you can't use the talent? Uh, the other thing that I had to mention was that Taylor Swift announced uh, that she is releasing the re-recorded Taylor's version of Red, which I think is her best album, um, in five months. So it's coming out in November. This was an early announcement, but have you heard the tea about this, Lydia? Um, I have not. Tell me. So everyone's freaking out, right? Like broke the internet, social media going crazy because it's Taylor Swift and it's Red, which I think is a lot of people's favorite album of hers. And she's releasing 30 songs. So that means there's going to be eight songs that were never recorded. And the song All Too Well, that's about Jake Gyllenhaal. She's releasing the 10 minute version of it that she had originally written that is just like flaming him. Uh-huh. So I'm so ready for that. Um, but the the thing, the, the genius of Taylor Swift that she did was she released this announcement on Scooter Braun's birthday. Oh, that. Oh, love her for that. Wow. 
As she should. As she should. She's like, oh, you mean my best album? Oh, yeah. I'm going to announce that I'm releasing that on your birthday because you stole my masters. Right. Which? No. Team Taylor on the way on that whole situation. So I'm glad she did that. Oh, she's so messy and like (laughs) so innocent. That's great. (laughs) That's good. Love that. Okay. Excited for that. This 10 minute Jake Gyllenhaal tea. Rose. We'll have to have an episode where we just analyze like every minute of the song. Yes. And yeah. we like try to find the corresponding like dates and pop culture moment that it's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, Margot, can I just quickly mention something before we jump into Yes. Um, I saw In the Heights last night. Have you seen it yet? I haven't, not yet. You want to see it though, right? Yes. 100%. Okay. I, no, I just wanted to mention that I saw it and I thought it was really good. I thought you know, I didn't have any high expectations. I hadn't heard the soundtrack. I'd never seen the play, um, but I really enjoyed it. It was very colorful. The music was great. It had like Hamilton style vibes that obviously we remember in the Heights came first, yeah. um, but I, I, I think you'll love it. I thought it was really good. And, and Lin-Manuel like makes a few cameos in it. And there's some Hamilton stars in the in the Heights, yes. and it's just and I know some of them like even Anthony Ramos was in in the Heights, so it's like original people from the play. Yes. But I'm excited for you to see it and hear your thoughts on it because I enjoyed it. I'm so excited to see it. I know that there's been a lot of discourse about the lack of Afro Latina representation, and so you know, but I still do want to see it. And um, I've heard good things and I love the music. And uh, I just, I, I'm excited to see. I know a couple people who are extras in no the movie way. in the 96,000 song where they're like by the pool yeah, like in the back or whatever. Cause they were shooting that in New York two summers ago in Washington Heights. Okay. And that was the question we came away from was like, where is there a pool that big in New York? So that was shot in New York. Yeah, it's a public pool in Washington Heights. Wow. So authentic location and everything. That's great. Ooh, yeah. tell those extras. They were great. I'm sure I saw them somewhere. <laughs> in, the like in the background, splashing around. That's so cool. Great. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And once I see it, we can have a full in-depth analysis. Yes, which brings us to The Bachelorette, where one day we too can have a full in-depth analysis when I watch. I will be caught up. That is my goal. By the next podcast, I'll be caught up. So what would you like to say about it? Well, really, this is stuff you don't have to have seen the show, the the new episodes for, but one of the front runners is this guy named Greg. Um, you know, I had forgotten that Katie's father passed away yeah. um, when she was kind of younger. And this guy, Greg, who got the first one-on-one date, his father also had passed away and they were bonding about that. And they just seemed to have like, they just clicked very well to the point where a lot of Bachelor, Bachelorette alums were like, oh, they're definitely, that's who's winning. Like we already know. Um, So after like all these sparks fly, he's also very attractive and everyone's been like doing deep dives on his social media and everything. Um, You know, then of course, as with The Bachelor, Bachelorette or any reality TV show, people start saying stuff like people who know him come out and make statements. And so he went to a pretty prominent acting school. And so the first thing everyone was talking about was like, well, he's just an actor. So, you know, like that's bad. And listen, okay, I get it. Like they never 
try to cast actors on reality TV because they're worried about the perception. But I hate this narrative that's always played that it's like, oh, if you're an actor, you're going to lie about your feelings or whatever. It's like anybody going, anybody who's willing to go on reality TV is willing to like manipulate to a certain extent to get to the end of it. Like you're willing to let your life play out for entertainment purposes. It doesn't matter if you're an actor or if you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company or if you work on Wall Street, like they're all signing up to do TV. So they all want to be in the entertainment industry to a certain extent. So I'm like, stop hating on these actors. Like, you know, I don't know. It bothers me so much that people are like, well, you're an actor. Like you can lie easily. I'm like, anybody can lie. Anybody can be convincing. You don't have to be an actor to do that. And acting isn't lying. It's finding the truth. <laughs> yes, you better defend your people. Amen to that. And it's funny because the same argument happens on Housewives, actually, that you're talking oh. about, especially with certain franchises, like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is mostly actresses at this point. Right. And so they, it, it's always talked about how they're, they can put on a show, they can heighten everything because they're actresses. So you're right, though. You bring up a good point. And as you said, to some extent, everybody's playing a part. So yeah, if anything, you're more in tune to your feelings because you just know how to go there with your emotions. Yes. Literally every day, you're just supposed to be like, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? How can I channel this into my character? It's very extra. But it's not putting on a fake show all the time. And everyone who goes on those shows is. And the other thing that's been coming out on social media is, of course, also, as always happens when a reality TV show starts, is, um, you know, all the ex-girlfriends and all the people who've been ghosted by any of the contestants are, are now out and about on TikTok and saying, you know, like, when the guy ghosts you and then you see him on reality TV or whatever, being so cryptic about it. And honestly, this might be kind of a hot take. But I think just the process of getting onto a reality TV show takes so long. It's never for sure whether you're going to go on or not. And people can call you up like last second and you can make a split second decision and not know five days before that you're going to go on. So my thing is, if you're hooking up with someone like two weeks before the show and, and then they tell you you have the opportunity to be on the show and you're like, oh, well, I'm not really into this person. I would like to go. I don't think you should be faulted for that. Like, I don't know. What, what is your opinion on that? Because I'm like, you might be in the process of maybe getting onto the show, but most of the time you're going to hear a no, even after the multiple rounds. So it's never for sure. So for me, as long as you're not like dating anybody, you don't have like a girlfriend or a boyfriend before the, or any sort of partner before the show starts. I think it's fine if you hooked up with someone like, two weeks before as long as you weren't like leading them on and being an asshole about it what do you think I would agree with you and it is just so dicey if you're gonna actually end up on the show and then maybe you even film something and then that doesn't get aired for some reason and everything changes you never know I mean I don't want like one of Katie's potential husbands to be coming on this show and engaged to someone back home. Right. (laughs) Committed, committed. But no, I think a couple weeks before you went on a date with someone, I think that's fine. Like you said, you may not know you're going on the show till two days before you get blown out to film. So 
yeah, to some extent, you can't put your life fully on hold. That's why also I would never quit my job fully if I didn't have to. Like some of the girls on that season, like Q, Brie, I, I quit my job of 10 years for you or whatever long. Like, no, you don't do all that. It's a reality show. But yeah, you're, you can't stop your life. And the odds of you winning, honestly, not to be Debbie Downer, right, quite, quite tiny. So Quite tiny. Yeah, it's fine by me. I would have to agree. And people love to do it because they just want their own social media clout. And they want, right. you know, People Magazine to reach out to them for a statement and all of that. And it's like, you guys are shaming the people for going on the show saying they're chasing clout or they're being sketchy, but you're being equally as sketchy by trying to air this dirty laundry and get attention for it. A hundred percent. Yes, exactly. Um, just to wrap this up, so you, <laughs> see, yes, Margo, you're, you're on it with the points today. So in general, would you say very quickly that you are excited for this season? What's to come? Yeah, I'm definitely excited for this season. I think Katie has been a good bachelorette so far because I think she's kind of weird, like kind of like, I don't know, like she seems like a very much a, a relatable person. I think a lot of times the contestants of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette feel like these people where you're like, I, it, I would never meet this person in real life or they feel so distant. And with Katie, I'm like, yeah, you know, like she's I, I can relate to her because she feels more real so I'm excited there's already drama um as you know and I think it's gonna be a wholesome season but I'm kind of excited for that like there was too much drama on that season so more low-key is better I think I think I think that's good too especially with all the Chris Harrison stuff and just I feel like the whole show needs a reset and needs to be balanced again so yeah. good okay well good so uh, we're a little short and sweet this week. We're going to wrap it up with our moving forward and then our quotes. And with our moving forward, of course, of course, we want to acknowledge happy Juneteenth. It yes. is Juneteenth today as we're recording this. Um, you know, it's a special day every year, but now it is a federal holiday. So very exciting. I have my sweatshirt. I think it's backwards, but it says phenomenally black. And I wanted to wear it to love that. Memory um Juneteenth but yes yeah, so uh you know we should always honor it but today especially yes. is extra special as it now has a whole meaning in this country and I don't know if you wanted to say anything Margo um just that I hope the recognition of this from the federal government isn't all they're going to do it's like okay it's a holiday what are you doing about it? Like, what are you doing for reparations? How are we going to continue to be anti-racist in what we do? And also for all of my white folk out there, um, I'm taking today to read up on some more anti-racist material. And I would suggest, even if it's after Juneteenth, like just continue to play your part. Things are crazy and they're opening back up again. Um, but we can't forget everything that's happened over the last year because it's incredibly important we need to continue to do the work amen to that and as you alluded to this is just the start um ideally s1 the for the people act will be passed to advance a lot of voting rights that need to be changed in this country as well as the yes. john lewis voting rights act so those are two ways that we can hopefully move forward even more 
and we'll see what happens with those two bills and we will wrap it up with our quotes of the day i will go first with my quote and it relates to what margo was saying about what other communities can do the work that they can do to help meet the moment and move forward and it's by zig ziegler and it says fear has two meanings forget everything and run or face everything and rise the choice mm. is yours Oof, that's all too real for real okay my quote is from the great barack obama and it is juneteenth has never been a celebration of victory or an acceptance of the way things are it's a celebration of progress it's an affirmation that despite the most painful parts of our history change is possible and there is still so much work to do and I think that's great. important. That's, that's very important. That's a great quote. Thank you, Obama. Thank you, Margo. Happy Thank you, Lydia. Thank you. Happy Juneteenth and have a great two weeks, everyone. And that's the show. Stalk us on Instagram at popoffsis.podcast and check out our Pop Off Sis YouTube channel. We'll see you next time. Pop Off, Pop Off Sis.